This is the Level Up Podcast. I'm Taylor Petrinovich. And I'm Kelly Gilster of 618 Studios. And we are on a mission to help wedding filmmakers and photographers level up their businesses so you can make more and work less. We want to help you confidently take your business from mainstream to luxury, and it all starts right here. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's conversation. I am here with my girl, Taylor. Taylor, how are you? I am great. How are you, Kelly? Great. How was your Valentine's Day? Oh, my gosh. So good. Thank you for asking. Um, I love any excuse to get flowers and chocolates and um, a glass of champagne with my dinner. Honestly, um, I'm not like a huge Valentine's Day person, but... I, I do enjoy it. How about you? It was good. I mean, Paul and I aren't like the biggest, like we kind of exchange cards. We keep it pre- pretty simple. But now that we have kids, I feel like if any parents are listening or even if you have nieces and nephews, like how fun is it to participate now in holidays on a whole new level? Um it's really, really fun. I do. I did these like gift bags for my kids and I put like new pajamas in there and a couple of toys and treats and things like that. So I had those um, ready for them in the morning on Valentine's Day and doing the class parties and doing all the things. It's just it never ends, right? Never ends. Yeah. My So my uh, older two are older than your kids. Um, so Mine are almost eight and almost six. And then I also have a two-year-old too. But so we're like solid into like the elementary school days where they have to go buy Valentine's for their classes and write all their classmates' names on them. And it's like a very fun, I don't know, it's super fun and very nostalgic for me to like be on like the mom side of things. Super cute. Um, (laughs) Super, super cute. But shifting gears here, um, we are really excited not only about, you know, candy and chocolates, but um, also about this really exciting thing we're about to do um, and that we are now taking signups for. And that is our workshop, The Road to Luxury. Um, We are so thrilled to be hosting a free three-day virtual workshop. It is going to be hosted in a brand new private Facebook group, and we would love to have you there. If you're listening to our podcast, whether this is the first time you've ever tuned in or whether you are um, a longtime listener, my guess is that the fact that you listen to us (laughs) every week, you have some sort of interest or desire to enter the luxury space, and this is your chance to have a really awesome educational experience geared towards that, and we would love to have you join us. It is going to be from March 12th to the 14th, 2024, if you're listening to this in the future, um, and it will be at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern, and there will be replays available. So if you can't meet with us on that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at those times, rest assured we're going to record everything and it'll all live inside of that private Facebook group. So we would love to have you join us. Just head over to thelevelupco.com forward slash workshop and sign up. Um, that will also be linked in the show notes or in the description box below if you're watching on YouTube. But today's conversation is going to be circled around this concept of what is luxury anyway. Um, and we're going to be talking about that and then also introducing this concept of the premium market, which is something that a lot of our listeners and a lot of you may be interested in as well. So we just kind of want to have a discussion about those things. So Kelly, would you like to start us off? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that if you're in various Facebook groups, we hear a lot that the term luxury feels quite overused. And so I think it's really important, though, to you know, paint a picture of exactly what luxury is because it is something that is used out of context. Taylor, do you kind of see like luxury being used out of context a lot? Yeah, luxury is the new fine art or the new cinematic. It's it's um, in everybody's Instagram bios. It's in all of the website headers. And it's it's one of those things that has lost its meaning because of its overuse. But I think for our purpose, since we are educators, like trying to teach you guys how to reach that level, we should maybe give it a definition where we can all agree that that's what it actually means. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, when, and this is something too that we're going to be walking through in this workshop, the road to luxury, but there's different tiers of the market, right? We all start in the budget category or what I kind of, we also kind of coin as the mainstream market. I think it's a kinder way to kind of say budget. Um, and then we kind of scale through these different sectors. So you'll move kind of more into what's called the lovely market. Um, there's you know, sub sections within there. So there's kind of upper lovely market. Then we get into the luxury market, but kind of also where we sit in between on this lovely and luxury is the premium market. And I think sometimes the premium market feels like a safe space for people that maybe don't want to go quite all in, or they're in an area where they feel like luxury doesn't quite exist in their local market, which actually isn't the case. Um, if you guys listened to last week's podcast episode with Summer, she talked about how her world was just really opened up to luxury in her backyard in Alabama, which was incredible. I love it when that light bulb moment, you know, happens for students um, who may not live in, you know, areas such as California or New York or areas where they think that there's um, more of a fluent community um, that can demand these prices, but that's not always the case. And so um, luxury from a filmmaker and photo standpoint is when you have a starting price of $10,000, 10 to $12,000 generally. Yep. Yep. And um, this is one of those things where I also think there's confusion where maybe someone's like, oh, I booked my first $10,000 wedding. Now I'm luxury. No, um, I think that the um, the specific, you know, phrasing of starting price is kind of important to understand because that means it's your minimum. So um, all of these price points are based on minimums um, and you get into the mid-level luxury market when you reach that minimum of 18000 for photo and video. And then honestly, it just scales upward. We're going to dig deep into this if you're curious it, inside the low inside the road to luxury. Um, so definitely join us there. We're going to be kind of really peeling back the layers of the industry and what it has to offer for us. I think that so many of us, especially if you are a podcast listener and if you're on Instagram and if you are on Facebook and in all these groups, like we generally um, start to assume that the reality of the world is what you are seeing um, the most talked about, right? 
And the reason why the word mainstream is like so much easier to understand is because it means it's the most. It's what's happening the most. It's the most common. It's mainstream. And that's for a reason. Um, if you picture, you know, the market as a um, as a triangle, like it's true. Like most people do fall into that mainstream market. Most weddings are there too. But there is so much opportunity as you scale. Um, more than probably people think. And there's a lot less competition at those levels too. So there's a lot of great reasons to reach for whether it be the premium market or the full on luxury market. Um, and we're gonna kind of dig into reasons why we think this is a worthwhile um, thing to pursue for us. But I kind of wanna also just talk about like the fact that these words shouldn't seem scary and they don't need to put you in a box. Um, again, just calling, call, calling back to one of our past podcast episodes with Kim Alvarado, like her episode was all about how you can still maintain your uniqueness while pursuing these higher end levels of the market. And um, one example I really like to use is um, for the term premium, right? So like we think of premium um, or luxury as being something um, shiny and sparkly and glittery and expensive and fragile, um, things like that. But if you think about brands that we interact with like on a daily basis, like that's not always the case. Premium just means it's at a premium price point for what it is and it's um, a really like high level product, right? So um, I love Yeti. Um, we, I love Yeti like travel mugs. We have Yeti coolers, like all the things. And if you think about like, the <laughs> the product category of like a travel mug or a cooler like it's very rugged it's like outdoorsy camping and yet yeti still maintains this like premium or luxury um branding within its own market and so we can apply that to ourselves so um there's people out there who do very outdoorsy, woodsy weddings, but they're in the premium sector of the market serving those clients. There's people who um, specialize in weddings in the desert and that's their branding and it's premium and luxury. Like not all luxury is New York City or a ballroom or on the beach in Orange County, right? Like it can really look so many ways and all it really means is that you're at the top level price point for what it is and you're delivering a like a top level service and product. Um, so Kelly, what was something that sparked your interest as you were scaling your business? I know you've been in business for going on 14 years now, which is incredible, um, but it hasn't been until the last few years where you've really pursued the luxury market. So walk us through kind of why you were interested in, in pursuing that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like, well, so I started my business, I was still in college for those who don't exactly know the start of my story. And, um, and kind of what, if you guys hadn't listened to Summer's episode, she actually started her business in high school and in college. And she was kind of saying like, the money was great. Like back then to shoot a wedding for a thousand, two thousand $2,000, you know, I was a college student. That was a good amount of money. Um, and I very much experienced the same thing. Um, you know, realizing that like life felt less expensive then. Um, Paul and I had just gotten married. Our expenses were pretty low. Um, and then, you know, as you kind of go through life and you add on, you know, the fact that you want to buy a home, you know, maybe that's a big goal for you. That was a big goal for us. We wanted to buy a home. Um, let's see, we started our business in 2010. We, I remember us starting to look for homes in about 2014 and that was kind of the first time where 
we were like, we need to raise our prices so that it aligns with the life that we want to build, right? So we started looking for homes and we're like, I see what we can afford right now, but we would really love to like afford this level of home. Now we'd go back home and we'd like write down how many weddings we needed to shoot and what we needed to charge them for and really come out with like a strategy in place. Like, okay, we'll just book the weddings at this price point for next year. And then we can afford that level of home next year. Well, if you guys were also looking, if you're listening and you were looking for homes between 2014 to 2018, like in even like 2019, homes were just like going up and up and up. We were coming off of the recession. We were kind of riding that wave of home prices going up. And so it was actually three years of looking and chasing after that, you know, being first time home buyers and chasing that we looked for from 2014 to 2017 was when we finally um, purchased our first home. And we were like so proud and it's such a big achievement. And um, that's where we really were like, we need this business to not just like be a creative thing that we do. We need to treat this more seriously. And what is that going to mean? Like, how are we going to be able to demand these prices? And I remember at the time there was um, uh, some friends of ours that were photographers and they were the very first ones. Like we were hanging out at their house for the first time or not first time. We hung out all the time. But for the first time, they said, this year we're really going after maintaining relationships with planners. And this was like such a foreign concept to me. I was like, planners like why like our club our couples just inquire with us that's like how it's always been this is the this is the way of the game they're like no like it's pretty crazy like these planners will reach out to you on behalf of the clients and they have budgets that you've never seen before and it just like my whole world was opened up right and I think that like Maybe some of you guys listening have had that same experience or Taylor, I know that you had that experience talking with a photographer one time where you're like, what's Mm -hmm. luxury? Is that just celebrity weddings? And they're like, no, like it's a whole (laughs) world, right? It's, it's a world that is out there and a lot more readily available to us. And I think we realize, um, I am always saying I'm not the most talented filmmaker, um, but what I am good at is business and strategy. And um, it's true that you don't have to be, you know, the most artistic or the most perfect, um, technically speaking, in your craft to attain or like get to this level. Um, All it really takes is consistency and strategy to get there. And I mean, Kelly, you're you're doing incredible weddings and I do think that I'm I'm definitely a couple years behind you in terms of like level of wedding but um, I mean I'm proud of where I've gotten to too. I mean I started back in 2017 so the year you bought your first home with your wedding income which is nuts to me and um, and this year I'm averaging between 15 and 18 thousand dollars per wedding and they're all um, you know within a two-hour drive from my house like I'm not you know, flying anywhere crazy. So that's not including any like travel fees or anything, right? Because sometimes that can inflate pricing um, is when you tack on $6,000 with a flight and hotel. Um, no, that's like local travel, uh, no travel. But Kelly, I mean, you're you're shooting weddings in the 20,000s regularly and it's just incredible. And um, it's amazing to think what this level of business can do for our lives. So like, the amount of weekends we earn back 
um, to be spending on doing things we love outside of weddings. Um, we, we have kids, there's lots of soccer games on Saturdays, or it's fun to meet up with friends on weekends, um, you know, for happy hour because they work a normal nine to five job Monday through Friday. And when you're shooting 30 to 40 weddings a year, like it just feels like your weekends are all spent on business, which is great in the beginning when it's time to hustle, but that doesn't have to be how it is forever. Yeah. It's so true. And I I do want to say too, like, you know, we were making that decision and that was when we didn't have kids yet. When we bought our first home, we didn't have our first, we, we waited a long time to have kids. We got married in 2019 and we didn't have our first son until like a couple months shy of our nine year anniversary. So we had a whole life of business and, you know, just the two of us and all this. Wait, when did you get married? You said 2019. What year was it? Oh, 2010. 2010. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Was Micah Oops. born in yeah. 2019? Okay. Yes, he was born. Yeah. <laughs> so it. my okay. my four-year-old was born in 2019 or he's almost five. And so I just, it's one thing that I think Paul and I, we love sports. Um, we always imagined that our kids would be involved in sports and we we, when we decided, you know, kids were something that we wanted to have, that we, we just kind of were like, we need more weekends back so that we're not missing out on things. Right. And, and that's why it's this premium and luxury market allows you like real, like real flexibility in your life, not financially, but time back. And that's just really something that you can't get back is time. Right. Um, And so we just saw like 30 weddings a year was not something that we was going to be conducive with our family life. Yeah. And I mean, if you're thinking about scaling back um, quantity of weddings, but you need to maintain a certain level of income, obviously the equation works out to where you need to charge more, right? And you're going to naturally scale into that premium or luxury market. And I mean, I think it's natural for a lot of us too to – to want to pursue like higher levels of, um, I would say like quality of life too. Like speaking of like saving time, like you and I like will both talk like how important it is, it is to us to like have somebody who comes in and cleans our houses every couple of weeks. And like I'm now on like Instacart and ordering groceries. And I'm like, how can I like get more time back so that the time I spend working is like absolutely like maximized. And that way all of my spare time can be now put back into like my family and what actually matters. Um, and you need you need money for all that. Like it's just, it's true. Like money doesn't buy happiness, but it definitely makes life a lot easier. Um, and so scaling in this way is really helpful. And also like, this is something I think that is talked about a good amount, but like we are artists. Like we started this business for a reason. Like we love capturing weddings. We love photography. We love filmmaking. Like it is we are artists, like whether you're an artist at heart, like Kelly, who happens to have a business or you're more of a business minded person who like also enjoys the artistic side. Like I think what we're capturing and what we're creating um, is a huge part of what fuels us in our businesses and is going to allow us to have a business that lasts. It's not just one that's like a sizzle in the pan or whatever, um, you know, and it, it, you know, runs out in just a few years because we all know that most filmmaking and photography businesses in the wedding space do fail after five years. Like most people quit. Um, but if you want this career to be more long lasting, like Kelly, who is going on 14 years, then I think you need to be continually 
filling that creative cup. And the beautiful thing about the premium and the luxury markets, and we talk about this like a ton, um, not only in the Road to Luxury Workshop, which is coming up again, we'd love to have you join us, um, but in our mastermind and in our, um, in our course too. But um, these events are so fun to capture. They are so fun. They are so experience driven. Like you'll be capturing performances and dances and like crazy art installations um, and the decor is just crazy because the budgets allow it to be so, but they're not Pinterest weddings. They're not things that we've seen over and over and over again and it starts feeling very, very mundane. It's, these are the tastemakers of the industry designing these events. Um, we were actually just having a conversation with one of our uh, mastermind um, students in the DMs yesterday and we got on the topic of wedding planners versus wedding designers. And we mentioned in passing that they're not always the same thing. And she was like, what? (laughs) Um, There's people who specialize in design. And so if that tells you anything like that high level of specialty and, um, you know, ability to execute as a high level, like it's just so fun to capture. Um, Kelly, like you had that one wedding last year that you shot with Jose Villa and I wish I could have second shot with you for that one because it just looked so fun. I was like, I'll do it for free. (laughs) We honestly could have used you. We were way understaffed for the level of production (laughs) for Paul and I to shoot that. It was like, go, go, go for four days straight. Like, honestly, if I could go back, I would have brought you too because it was crazy. Um, But like that, it's just so, so fulfilling, you guys. And, And I really don't want you guys to like, come in with this like negative, I think there's such like a negative stigma with luxury that like maybe you're like a creative who's sold out or maybe you're a creative that's like price gouging. And that is absolutely not the case. Like do people think about like your brand in a way of like a car, right? So let's think of like a mainstream car. Let's take like your Toyota, right? A Toyota is like mainstream car, like you see them all over the road, you know, and there's lots and lots of buyers for a Toyota. Um, And then you see like a Lamborghini on the road pass by, not as often as a Toyota does. Um, But like a Lamborghini price point and a Toyota price point are two very, very separate price points. And there are specific buyers who are looking for those price points. It's not that Lamborghini is just going out and price gouging because they can. Obviously, the make the cost to make that car, um, you know, they're limited in production. They're not as produced in mass volume as Toyota is. But like just as like be the Lamborghini of your market. Like, don't just settle for being the Toyota of your market because that's where you feel like you only fit in or that's where you feel like maybe peers might judge you if you raise your prices a bunch. And I think there's a real fear in that, too, of just like wondering what our fellow, you know, people in the industry might think of us if we start to like really scale and like do that for yourself, do that for your family, like it's so, so, so fulfilling and, and stop like, stop being so concerned about maybe what other people might think that you might be like so-called a sellout. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm like using air quotes on that. Um, I don't know, Taylor, do you kind of feel the same way? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, even to your point of there's different buyers, right? So like, if you're looking for a car, you kind of already know what you want to spend, right? So like 
for me, I'm not a car person. Like I would love to spend $20,000 in a car. Like if I were to buy brand new, like that's plenty for me, but there's a lot of people who really enjoy cars and maybe you have a budget of $80,000 because you're looking at the BMW or like the, um, you know, the luxury, um, Lexus, my, my in-laws just bought a brand new, um, like luxury line Lexus. And it's like, (laughs) so beautiful. I'm so happy. They worked so, so hard and they retired and now they're just living their best lives. And I'm like so happy for them. Um, but people go into it with a general idea of what they want to spend. And it is your job if you would like to charge what they're willing to spend to put yourself into that category so that you are now an option. If you charge $5,000, you are just not going to book a wedding. Um, that has a million dollar like overall budget. You're just not because you're not in the category of spend um, that these planners are pitching. So it's our job to put ourselves into that category so that we are now an option. So um, I try to tell stories and I'm gonna say they just really don't um, (laughs) roll off the tongue quite like they do when Kelly tells them. So um, maybe do you wanna talk about the the bench pressing? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I think that, it's so, so important. Uh, you know, let's say, let's paint a picture right now of somebody who wants to like, you're in the gym. I mean, it's the new year. So maybe you are in the gym a little bit more than you were um, around the holiday season. And you're looking around and you're seeing people um, that are like squatting or bench pressing, like these amount of weights that you just could never imagine being able to do so. And you want to do it. And it's not something where like you can go from bench pressing 90 pounds to, you know, 250 pounds in a matter of a week, right? It's just not going to be doable. You're going to be absolutely crushed under the pressure. Your arms are not going to be able to handle it. If you're, you know, squatting a certain weight, like you're just, your knees are going to buckle. Like it's just not going to happen for you. But like you can start to like, I don't know if you're this way. Are you a gym person? You have a home gym, Taylor, right? Okay, so I have a home gym, but it's like pretty legit. It, we have like a full squat rack and the pull-up bar and like the rowing machine. Like it's a build-out gym. It's just at home. So that um, honestly, like the idea of like influencers now being in gyms and recording everything terrifies me. So I don't actually know if I will step foot in a public gym ever again. I that that's amazing good for you I I think that there's like certain people that love like the private gym setting but I actually love that it's the extrovert in me I love like a gym setting and seeing other people and so this concept of you know being able to like you know bench press more and like scale to that level of weight feels so similar to me on like filmmakers and photographers who are in that mainstream market and want to like take on more, right? You, you want to be able to, um, just get stronger in your business and be able to lift, like, you know, lift your family up financially with your business. And so it's so, but it's like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. You need to start working towards it. It's going to be you know, you can do 90 pounds and then maybe you can do 120 pounds and then maybe you can do 150 pounds and, and you're going to get there. You definitely are going to get there. You just have to put in, in the work and have the strategy to be able to get there. It can't be something where you decide today, I want to be a luxury filmmaker. I'm charging $3,500. I'm just going to raise my rates to $10,000 and then I'll be a luxury filmmaker. It honestly, I wish it were, I wish it worked like that, but it's not that simple 
of a snap of a finger. There's things you have to do to put in place to make that happen so that if you were to change your pricing from $3,500 to $10,000 overnight, you wouldn't be completely crushed under the pressure um, of the heavy weight that, you know, when you're trying to bench press that, if that's making sense, Taylor. Maybe you oh, can yeah. paint a better picture. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah, you can't just, you know, double or triple your prices without putting in any of the work. Like your your business is going to have to undergo some major overhaul, honestly. And that shouldn't sound scary. That should be extremely exciting. So exciting because you don't have to guess. You don't have to try a million things and see what works. Like we are literally here to tell you exactly what you need to do. <laughs> um, and we're going to make it super, super simple for you. Like there is a framework. There is a strategy. There is a formula that we have created and we have um, replicated the results amongst dozens of filmmakers and photographers and it's working. And that means um, the proof is in the pudding. It totally works. And so it all starts at the road to luxury. That's what we're going to be talking about for three days. This is a um, really exciting opportunity for those of you who have been kind of like interested in dipping your toes into this whole concept like come on in the water's great it's so much fun like we have a workbook we have three full days of instruction that's free um, an amazing community that is just so empowering and encouraging and when you're looking to do something different or new for the very first time it can seem intimidating but I think like Kelly who like wants to go to the gym and be surrounded by a bunch of people also working out um, like being surrounded by everyone else who's just as excited as you are for the possibilities down the road um there's just really something special about that and we would love to have you guys join us yeah this workshop we are so excited about it again it's free you can go to the levelupco.com forward slash workshop and register for free grab a spot it's virtual replays will be available it's exciting because it's sometimes the first step that you might be taking into embarking on this brand new journey for your business and creating this awareness that like you may not know that you were wanting this push in your business. You might be me in 2014 to 2017 where you're realizing, you know, I've been doing this for four years. I can scale to new heights in my business and and create, you know, more of a beautiful life for myself and my family um, rather than just being a starving artist. And, and it's so cool now, like you may, you may be someone right now and I really want to like kind of just like paint a picture for you. You know, maybe you're someone who is just newly married or just in a relationship or single or whatever it may be. Um, I think it's important to think of ourselves, and this is what we're going to be doing too inside of the workshop, is thinking of your life a year from now, thinking of your life um, three years from now, and thinking of your life even like 10 years from now, and what that what that needs to look like, um, and what your business should be growing towards in order to make that season of your life work for you. And just how, you know, it's really awesome to see like when Paul and I decided to make that shift, let's say it was like around 2016. So now we're sitting in 2024 and now we're in that season that we determined back in 2016 that we wanted to be in. Now our son is in T-ball. He, um, we actually brought him, he started in fall ball and this is his first time in like spring, you know, the actual season of T-ball. And like, 
getting his schedule, right? Like getting his schedule. Ooh, I'm getting like slightly emotional. Woo. Oh, like this never happens. I never cry. Getting his schedule and like seeing that like there's only going to be like two games that we're going to have to miss through the season is like, like so life-giving. I don't know. This is like all too much, you guys. Um, no, it's true. You have to, you have to plan ahead. You have to plan ahead. You don't want these precious moments to creep up on you and you weren't prepared. You, you didn't lay the groundwork. And like one of the best quotes ever is like, whether you do or don't, the time is going to pass anyway. So like you might as well use this time wisely so that, so that you can make the time count and so that you can, you know, have the life that you want and not have regrets. Like um, I have, like my daughters were in dance. I missed recitals. Like, you know how hard that is? Like there's only two a year. <laughs> I missed them because I had weddings, like and they're cute little outfits. And like, I'm living through videos on my husband's non-iPhone. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You need think ahead, plan ahead. Um, yeah. And like, it's so, it's just so awesome to now like see like, you know, we built out, like we followed this framework and like this framework too is like a framework that Taylor has followed as well. Like we've built it together and like, this is exactly what you need to be able to like, to create the life that you want, like for the future. And so, um, and so like, it's just, it's something that it's like we did this for ourselves and now we're seeing it like all come to fruition in real life. And like, we want to honestly pass it over to you, like slide it all across the table, be like, here you go. This is everything you need to like be able to make this happen. So now that I'm like pulling myself together, dude, this is one, you guys, if you don't follow us on YouTube, like a crying Kelly, like I don't even cry at the birth of my children, you guys, like this is insane. Um, a crying Kelly is a rare occurrence. So follow, you know, you could rewatch this one on YouTube and really get a show. But, um, and yeah, like, and it, even like last fall, like, you know, when he played sports and stuff and, and we, there'd be times where we'd have local weddings. We'd be able to catch the first few innings, you know, and then grandma and grandpa would come and we'd kind of sneak away maybe in the fourth inning and have to go get ready for our wedding and stuff. And then, the next week we were able to come and we'd be like, all right, Micah, we're going to go to your game and we get to go to your whole game. And he's like, you get to go, you're coming to my whole game. Like they really notice like these little, these little people, like they notice like that you're going to be there for them. And, and, you know, and even if you decide that like, you know, kids aren't in your future, you choose not to have kids. That's, that's a choice. Like that's, that's totally okay. Like, Think about, you know, baby being there like through maybe like more of your grandparents' final years or spending weekends, slow weekends with, you know, your family members that may be going through a hard time or nieces and nephews if you get to be like that ultra cool aunt or uncle um, and go to their games and things like that. So no matter what journey you choose in life on a personal level, the premium and luxury market is truly what is going to allow you to not miss out on those moments and like get time back. So we just, Taylor and I are so, so passionate about it. I hope that this like paints a picture of like luxury in a good light and not in a way that like people are hating on it in Facebook groups. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like this is like a tough love Taylor moment, but like I think people kind of hate on it because they're, <laughs> they're frustrated 
that they haven't been able to do it. I think it's, I think it comes from a place of confusion and frustration and wanting it and not knowing how to channel that in like a positive way. And so it comes out as lashing out or being negative or being a hater. Um, but just know, even if that's been you in the past, maybe you have like <laughs> poo-pooed on like the luxury market, like, hey, like it's okay. We understand like it's not too late to like turn over a new leaf and um eat your words and make a change for the better. Like we, I love talking. I'm like such a nerd, you guys. I'm like, I'm so nerdy. And one of my favorite things is um, called the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> and it basically means that like all of the effort you've put in, all of the money you've spent or everything that you've done in the past, um, like that is done and out of your control and all that's left is the future. And so what you spent $2,000 and your website sucks and it's not converting? Well, too bad. Like, oh, well, that cost already happened. Like now let's look ahead and see what we can do to make the future better. So that strategy didn't work that you spent so long trying and, you know, failing at. Um, that's okay. Like it already happened. It's in the past. Now let's look to the future and see what we can do about it. Like your past choices, the past things that you've invested time, money, energy on, like if it's not serving you and it's not where you want to be now, like think it for what it did for you up until this point and move forward. Like all we have is the future and all we have is today. And I think that it's really inspiring to know that you can turn your life around completely and turn your business around completely sitting here in 2024. And it all happens at the road to luxury. And again, we would love to have you join us at thelevelupco.com forward slash workshop. Um, Kelly, do you want to <laughs> take it home? Yeah, I just want to say, guys, that um, spend these three days with us. It's I, We would be so, so honored to like have you guys and be able to help you determine the vision for your business, the strategy and the traction to be able to get there. And that's what we're going to be doing over the three days inside of the road to luxury and just painting a picture of even further and deeper as what is luxury and how you can position your own business and find a place that feels true to yourself. Um, you're not a sellout, right? We're not, we're not selling ourselves out. Like we're elevating, you know, we're, we're taking our businesses to its full potential. And what, like, what a legacy too to be able to like, you know, look through building something. Our businesses are our baby. Like I said, Paul and I waited nine years before we had kids. And for nine years, our business was our baby. And it still very much is. Um, but like, it's, you know, I think that like as entrepreneurs, we take big risks and in taking this big risk, what's the point of taking a big risk if you can't bring your business to its full potential? And so we really would love for you to embark on just this business changing journey that's going to be happening inside of this free workshop, The Road to Luxury. Um, join us. It's going to be March 12th, 13th, and 14th. It could be really life-changing for you. And it might just be like the extra step and awareness that you need in order to make big changes in 2024 and honestly, like change your life, honestly. Thank you for joining us in today's conversation. Please help us reach more filmmakers and photographers like you by taking a screenshot and sharing it to social media. 
And don't forget to tag us at The Level Up Co. And join us again next week, same time, same place, as we continue to level up the industry together. Thank you.